Hi, this is Billy Kirkus, and you're about to hear the truth of the lost footage of Halloween on the Skeleton Crew. Hello, Hannity! Well, you can indeed present Back Talk with Gary Tim, live from Haddonfield, Illinois, the home of Michael Myers. Tell me, kids, how's it feel to finally pull Halloween out of the proverbial Haddonfield closet. What we're saying here is we will no longer let the powers that be control our minds. For years, Halloween has represented everything that's wrong with Haddonfield. But Michael Myers is long gone. There is no boogeyman. Whoa! Does she get this riled up in the sack, Tim? I bet she wears crotchless panties and barks like a dog. Bet. What do you say, honey? You and me, yeah. As I was saying, we have to stop acting out of fear. Just look at Tim's family. They live in the Myers house. You do? You do? Uh, yeah, we do. Great house. Huh. Strong wood. I see. You mean to tell me you actually live in the house of the most brutal mass murderer in history? This is the Barry Sims Show. And when we return, we'll be coming at you live from the one, the only, Myers House. How's that for a Halloween chuck bit? <laughs> You're listening to The Skeleton Crew, exclusively at HorrorBid.com and the Horrorphilia Podcast Network. And we're back for another episode, exciting episode of The Skeleton Crew. With me is Dan Chase, as always, and we'll have uh, Alex joining us a little later. Yep. He's busy right now actually trying to book a hall for the festivities because i guess dan now we can actually let the cat out of the bag so to speak yes we can um we're working very hard or we have been working very hard um to pull together the non-annual halloween awards <laughs> yes uh we've been working tirelessly on this one right and i say non-annual because there is no way we are ever doing this shit ever again. <laughs> now, why is that, Mike? Well, I think Alex probably would say more than anybody that it's a pain in the ass. We um we wanted to do something different for Halloween, you know? Not a, okay, Halloween retrospective, blah, 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 this and that. So we'll see if you guys uh, enjoy this. I hope you will. Oh, I, I would think so, definitely. Yep. Uh, um, and then we have uh, we have an interview coming up that is going to be, <laughs> uh, I mean, wow. If you guys listened to the last show, which I'm sure you did, with um, Justin Beam, yep. uh, he had mentioned some things about the lost footage for the original Halloween, and it turns out that um, we may have a more accurate picture of what's going on, not from him, but from Billy Kirkus and Don May Jr. Uh, Billy Kirkus actually owns the footage. Right. So he's coming on here to kind of tell us what the deal is and what the footage is 
you know, so everybody has a clearer picture because that's our thing here. That's right. we want to get the truth out to you guys, definitely. But dude, isn't it crazy though? Like it's been like this for a while, and nobody seems to know what's going on with it. So yeah, we we decided to get to the bottom of it, and this is going to be big. This is going to be really big. Once, uh, yeah, oh, very big. It's huge. That's what she said. <laughs> I wish that I could have somebody say that about me, but that's not possible, not at this point. <laughs> Three inches of fury? Actually, yes, yeah, somebody did say that to me once, and it was not fun. Not fun. <laughs> oh, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. It yep. really is. It really, really is. But I'm sure we'll have some fun with Jamie with that later. Uh, she seems to like that. I don't know. Yes, uh, for everybody's knowledge, too, since uh, Alex isn't here on this episode, we have the lovely Jamie Jenkins coming, joining us uh, for the news. Oh, wait, but I should mention, Alex will be here for the interview, and then he's leaving again because all of the getting the festivities together is is taking up a lot of time. Hopefully he can find a place for, uh, you know, this weekend, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it takes a while to uh, clean those toilets in the uh, in the auditorium, so... Oh, most definitely, sir, <laughs> most definitely. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit, Dan. Uh, did you watch... Uh, you've been watching The Walking Dead, right? <laughs> oh, mother fucker. <laughs> Have I, sir? Absolutely, man. Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. Hey, would you say the last episode might be the best episode ever of... of Walking Dead all seasons, all the way through? See, I have to think, because I kind of came into the first episode of the season a little late. Okay. I jumped in. It was maybe 15 or 20 minutes into it. Okay. This one I this one I watched, I, I really was kind of disappointed. Really? Because I wanted Herschel to die. I uh. really did. Dude, yeah, but listen, man. I don't know. I never read the comics or whatever, but <laughs> they no, even neither said... Did I. They even said on the show, though, they were like, uh, you know, he's got one leg. All we do is run. He can't even walk. So let's face it. I don't know what happens to Herschel, but I don't think he's going to make it through. I mean, he might make it through. Hey, uh, this may be a stretch, but the whole season. But anything o- over that is probably, you know, is probably uh, a little too far-fetched. So we'll see what happens. Dude, he's a great character, though. No, he is. I See, I just don't like the fact that, and maybe it's just the way that they wrote him, but the second season, there really wasn't a lot of action there, and, and most of the time, he was just talking. I mean, like, you know, Hi, I'm Herschel, welcome to my farm, and blah, 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 you know. Yeah, but you, you need him, dude. He He's a base character. Um, you know, he obviously owns the farm and whatnot, and then he's got the two uh, cute daughters there. But, right. you know, I was I was shocked, too, because the it, you're led to believe that he's a zombie at one point, too, when um, when Rick's wife there is giving him mouth to Oh, help. yeah. And, and, and that was a good uh, good part of the story, though. And I'll be honest with you, man. That was one of the lighter parts, um, one of the few lighter parts of that whole episode. Because let's face it, dude, that whole episode was dark, dude. That was a fucking rough. I mean, if you look at Rick's uh, Rick's whole whole character arc in that episode, come on. I mean, he started off cold, and then by the end, he was just like, "Wow, you're as cold as ice." I don't know the words to that song. I'm not even going to attempt it. But, you know, 
It was just crazy, man. Like you know, he he definitely um, he definitely took a corner, and uh, he's a complete badass now. He's got no remorse. I mean, really, that machete to the head was—I was shocked, dude. I was legitimately shocked. I did not think he was going to do that to that dude. No, neither did I. But I mean, he had it coming. That did. guy did because you know. I thought I thought dude was going to get him with the um, with the with the crossbow. To be perfectly honest with you. But uh, it just shows you, man. And then how about when he ch- chased the guy out? That was even almost more ruthless, dude, when he shut the gate like that on that dude on, on the yeah. roof. Oh, you, you know, totally. You know what's funny about that, though? I realized, oh, not only is um, – what's his name uh, in it from Devil's Rejects that plays one of the prisoners? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Lou. Oh, I forget his name. But he was also in the uh... – Halloween remake. Absolutely, yeah. He played, uh, the, yeah, he played uh, Danny Trejo's protege, if you will, <laughs> if janitors have protege. Um, so yeah, there was him. And then, <laughs> did you notice? Have you ever seen American History X with Edward Norton? I have not seen American History X. They, uh, the black guy <clears throat> that was running for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He. He's in uh, American History X, and he's in jail when Edward Norton meets him. He's Edward Norton's buddy at the end or whatever. So I, I just feel bad for that guy, dude. Like, <laughs> this guy's been in jail for so long. When was that made, 93? Uh, American <laughs> History X was 98? No, 99, I think. Oh, really? I was yeah. way off. Yeah, no, I just think he's been in jail for so long. Poor bastard never made it out. <laughs> yeah, poor guy's probably dead in there or whatever, so I don't know. It didn't show him die, though, on the roof, so I'm assuming he did, but he was screaming a lot, but you never saw him die, so who knows? Right. Yep. Yeah, you don't know, dude. Walking Dead, man, I- I'll tell you, dude. I-, I gotta say, that was probably one of the best episodes I've ever seen, dude. It was just mind-blowing to me, and you know, a lot of people say season two was slow. It was. It really was. But at the same time, it was still good, you know? And it, it, it can't always be crazy, but I'll tell you, they took a fucking corner when they got to the prison, and it's been pretty fucking crazy ever since. And it looks like it's going to get even better. I mean, you know, with the introduction of the governor and, uh, you know, what's her name, McCone there, McKeown, whatever the fucking her name is, uh, with the swords, dude, it just keeps getting better, man. And, uh, yeah, it's funny, too, because everybody's into this show. And you know how everybody, like, looks at us as, like, the horror guys and stuff like that? I'm talking everywhere, dude, like at work, everywhere I go, everybody's just like, you know, people that aren't necessarily into horror, everybody loves The Walking Dead. It's so funny going into work Monday morning and having everybody come up to me. It's just like, oh, dude, and I love it. I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, it, it is what it is, zombies being mainstream, but hey, listen, dude, this is great shit here. This is great television. We are now living in... And I'd say, like, the heyday of horror right now. Think about it, dude. You know, you can say horror is dead or whatever. You got American Horror Story, which is a great show. That's another one. Did you check that out, dude? Did you see that? I've I've never seen it. Oh, dude. All right. I want to tell you just one thing, Mike. All right? If you are a fan of slashers, which obviously I know you are, dude. Right. They have an introduction of, I think it's going to be an icon. His name is Bloody Face. Dude. The name alone is ridiculous. <laughs> First five minutes. Uh, you a uh, Maroon 5 fan, sir? I certainly am, sir. I have all their albums. Exactly. So you know who uh, <laughs> So you know who Adam Levine is? Oh, I certainly do. Okay. Let's just put it this way, dude. 
him and his girlfriend go into the asylum. She's taking pictures. I forget what she's doing, doing something for a website or something. No, they're take, I'm sorry. They're doing EVPs, you know? The first, uh, I'd say maybe five to eight minutes, Adam Levine gets his arm ripped off by the killer named Bloody Face. Now, tell me, sir, if that isn't the coolest thing that you've ever heard. So he's dead already? Uh, uh, yes, I believe he dies right off the bat. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not 100% on that. Because then it went back in time, I believe, to the 60s. Um, and it just gets better from there. And then you find out who Bloody Face really is. Like we said before, it has no relation to the first season whatsoever, except for the characters that come back as, um, you know, as obviously different characters in this season. It's, it's unbelievable. And I, I read somewhere, too, I believe... Um, Dylan McDermott's coming back for the season two as a different character, so that should be good. But already a lot of them are already being introduced. A lot of the same, um, you know, actors, actresses that have played these characters, that have played, you know, different characters on the first season. It's cool, man. I, you know, we've talked about that a little bit. I got into the first season, but I wasn't crazy, crazy about it. I kind of missed a couple episodes here and there. You know, I definitely want to give it uh, another watch, but it was very strange this one, you know, it's still weird, don't get me wrong, it's got a very eerie vibe to it, but I'll tell you, man, it's more up my alley than season one, and I think you'll enjoy it, so check that one out. Oh no, I definitely will. And we also have a... What is it, Dan? Listener letters, listener letters, it don't get no better than listener letters. Another one from the ghoul. <laughs> oh, snap. We love the ghoul, Dan. What's up now? Here we go. Knowledge, Bones. What's the science, Skeleton Crew? Thanks for the motherfucking shouty-outy on the last show. God, I appreciate that. You took my comments to heart, too, sons. I think that any listener who hates your show is a disloyal, fool-ass, bitch-made punk. I'm glad to see... Hold on. I'm glad to see... That all you skeletons did some more shit on the Halloween series. I write this listener letter, Dan the Ghoulmaster voice again. Yeah, yeah Dan, give him one more. Listener letters! Because I got a film recommendation. It's oh, not shit. so much a horror movie, but it does have a relatively relatively creepy atmosphere to it. It's called The Mortician. Okay. And it stars my ninja, Method Man. Oh, shit. It's a great movie, and I think you ghouls might like it. I also want to suggest doing some shit on the Maniac Cop movies. Those motherfucking movies are nasty shit, son. Fucking yeah. love them. Anyway, I'm just writing this letter to share my thoughts and send my regards. Also, we should sit down and smoke some beers together sometime. <laughs> Dan, maybe you could explain to me how you smoke some beers, because I have no idea how that happens. <laughs> um, I'm a learner, though. I'm a learner. Oh. I'd be more than motherfucking happy to give you more of my insights on anything you ninjas are going to talk about. Just let me motherfucking know, sons. <laughs> Dan, Mike, Alex, I motherfucking love you guys. Keep up the good work and make the ghoul nation proud. Hope to hear back from you, spooks. Yeah. Sincerely, the ghoul who sleeps in your bed when you're not home. <laughs> Now, if I came home and there was a ghoul sleeping in my bed, I would be scared shitless. Smoking beers? Smoking beers. If there was a ghoul smoking beers in my bed, I would be scared shitless. Yeah, this dude's fucking off the chain, Mike. Uh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. 
we will take uh, your recommendation um, definitely for one of the future shows here. What do you think, Mike? Well, you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I did, yep. Dan. What's that? I actually, after I read that email, because obviously I read it before the show, I um, I went on to Amazon and I ordered it from the Amazon Marketplace for ninety for ninety five cents. Oh, nice, dude! So <laughs> when that comes in, I will uh, make sure that we can all see it and uh, maybe we can do a little review on it. Yep. Uh, I I did some checking on it, like I, I read the uh, mm-hmm. plot of it and all that stuff. It looks like a solid movie. It Is really it? does. If it's yeah. got Method Man in it, I mean, it ain't Jello. It's just too hot to tell. Put on my gasoline boots and walk through hell. I just keep thinking of how high, but you know, one of the best movies ever made. Oh, I love that movie. So good. <laughs> So, so good. I mean, really, one of the best characters ever, Powder. Powder? <laughs> Mike Epps is Powder. The pe- Oh, 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 dude, it's been so long since I've seen it, but now this is making me want to break it out again. If it had not been for the Lord, I would have had a not nutter bitch come into my life. What a not nutter mean, Powder? A not nutter mean a not nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's good shit. How about, uh, have you been watching the Fear Fest on AMC at all? Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Now. With, with commercials and all. Yeah. Now, is it just me, or do you hate the fact that, because Kevin Smith is hosting it this year. Uh, I which, love that. Right. But you know what I don't like? I hate that they recycle his same clips over and over and over and over and over and over. Dan, it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, man. I hear you, dude. I, I do hear that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what You know what sucks about that, too? I, that? Uh, I watched a little one where it was really good where he was basically talking about how excited he was to be on the same um, channel as all his favorite shows, uh, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, Mad Men, and stuff like that. Yeah. So and you, comic book men. Don't forget that. Well, th- well, that's what he was saying, though. That's why he's so happy to be on... You know, um, doing that kind of stuff. So he, but the thing is, though, when he comments on on every movie, have you noticed that every movie that they play, he he's got different comments for all the Friday the Thirteenth. Have you noticed that? Well, yeah, I've I've noticed that, but they keep recycling the same clips. Otherwise, like right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. But you know what, dude? He probably did it in an afternoon and cut some shit. He probably stayed there for like an hour and a half or whatever. You know. But listen, would you? I mean, I'd rather have that than nothing. But I know what you're saying. It, it is annoying as fuck. You're right. Right. No, so would I. I mean, I would. Any Kevin Smith is better than no Kevin Smith. And I know Alex is probably listening to this right now, saying. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Kevin Smith sucks. He is the worst thing ever. He's not funny. He's not creative. Get back to the horror stuff. So, uh, But I just had to get that beef off because that just really, really, really agitates the fuck out of me. That just reminded me, dude. You sent me that Clark's DVD there. I got to watch that. That Oh, I'm, I'm psyched. Dude, it's, it's good shit. Hey guys, uh, this is Graham, friends with uh, Dan the Man Stasiak over there. Uh, I was just calling to say that uh, I really enjoy listening to the show. You guys had some amazing people on, and uh, keep it up. Definitely enjoying it. Uh, I got one suggestion for the show. I think this would uh, bolster the ratings a lot more. Um, I know, especially 
problem me that if you got rid of Dan Chase, I think uh, the show would be a lot better. He really adds nothing to it. His comic relief is very uh, dull and reminds me of listening to my grandmother try to tell a fart joke. All right. Well, I just wanted to stop in and say hello. Keep up the good work, and please think about getting rid of Chase. He sucks. Thanks, guys. Later. Hey guys, Matt Wessel here. Um, I just sent you some emails about, you know, my thoughts on uh, some Halloween films, four, five, and six. Uh, just some of my thoughts. And then I woke up this morning and I, I remembered I, I forgot one very important thing that just pissed me the fuck off. It was in part five uh, and Michael Myers. Now, I said that I, I like the look of Michael Myers. It was much approved upon from part four. But then... And the scene where Jamie's in the coffin, she says, Uncle to Michael. And it's actually a cool scene, but he takes his mask off. And what the fuck? He looks like a normal guy. No burns, no scarring, nothing. In the end of part two, his fucking head was fucking burning. I mean, he should be a fucking piece of ash, essentially. But they did nothing, no makeup whatsoever to... They just thought, ah, put him in the shadows. You know, the fans aren't going to notice. Blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? That is the biggest fuck you to the fans I've ever seen in any of these movies. And it really pissed me off. And on top of that, that was half the selling point of the movie. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but the trailers, uh, when I was a kid, uh, had two major points in the trailers that I remember. One was that Michael's back to revenge, but this time the police are ready for him or whatever. And the second one was, this time he's unmasked. Like, it's a big event to see his face. If you see his face and he just looks like a normal guy who wasn't fucking burnt to death, then who gives a shit? Anyways, that, you know, I just had to get that out because that was really, that pissed me off when I watched it. Well, uh, we're going to take a break. Um, when we get back, Alex will be joining us, and we will have an interview with Don May Jr. and Billy Kirkus. They're going to give us the inside scoop on the lost Halloween footage coming up right after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, what's up, Fuck Six? Uh, Matt Wazell here. I just want to drop you guys. I meant Matt Wessel. That's weird. Uh, I just want to drop you guys a voicemail uh, thanking you for all these shows. Uh, you guys have been turning out. They've been really insane. Probably some of your best. And the fact that you've put out so many uh, recently, you know, since you don't do this full time, you know, it's not your job. So thank you. Uh, they've been really great. Thanks a lot. Uh, I also want to say that you guys being the number or being the only podcast on Horrorbid is pretty much perfect because you guys represent the horror community better than anyone I've ever heard. Uh, you guys are, you know, super interactive with your listeners, and you're way more engaging than two, two 20-year-olds talking about the movies that they hate and stuff. So so I'm super excited 
for that, the future of that. And finally, I've, I've been uh, I've been trying to figure out your guys' dynamic for quite some time now. You know, like every group or, you know, or something that, that you know, the guys have a dynamic, you know, personalities within the group. And, and you know, I used to think that Alex, you know, was the brains and, and Dan was like the muscle and, and Mike, of, of course, is the insane one. You know, but that I've been switching it up. You know, sometimes it seems like, you know, Alex is the crazy one, and and Mike's the brains, and and well, Dan, you're still the muscle. I've come to the conclusion that <laughs> all you guys are fucking crazy, and the inmates are running the asylum, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, finally, I think you should get uh, the ghoul to be your producer because that fucking guy <laughs> is in fucking insane. <laughs> you should be putting him on the show, mining him for gold, because that fucking shit was hilarious. Peace, guys. Uh, keep up the good work, and uh, yeah, fuck off. All right, and joining us right now, we have two very special, distinguished guests to kind of set the record straight with the lost footage for the original Halloween. We have the owner of the footage, Bill Kirkus, along with hi. Jim Chandler. Thanks for joining us, guys. Well, hi. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. We just interviewed Justin Beam, so we'll go ahead and play a clip from uh, what he said about that lost footage of the Halloween 1978 film, and then we can kind of, you know, get into it. Mike, there's that guy at Synapse, right, who has all the Halloween footage that was, like, alternate takes, like, that they didn't yeah, use? Yeah, he has the original uh, negative or something for Halloween. Is there any plans with, because I know, um, I, I think he had mentioned that he had approached John Carpenter, at least. Um, I don't know if he's interested but I think that's something that the fans would really love to see. I don't know if you guys are were approached at all. He said he was going to edit it all so that it's the same movie with all different takes and possibly angles and whatever else. Did is there since you worked them? Did has he been approaching you guys to actually get that going? It's actually quite the opposite. I've been going after him trying to get the footage and he won't make a deal. Oh. He won't. Uh, he won't let go of it. So, yeah, and it's been frustrating because he's been out there on message boards sending people after us as though we're the bad guys. You know, like we're the guys who don't want to put it in the hands of the fans. I want nothing more than to put it in the hands of the fans. Now you need to understand what this material is. There's no audio for any of it, and it's uh, a lot. You know, the quality on it isn't. You know, it, it would have to be go through some serious mastering to be much of anything. So at best. What you're going to have here is like a bonus feature or something on it. On it. So th there's no alternate film to be seen. There's no extended scenes or anything like that. It would be a series of outtakes. Like, you know, after they call cut, Michael dances off of screen, for example, after <laughs> he goes off the balcony at the end, stuff like that. Right. Um, so we want it more mostly because we want to give fans everything that we possibly can. And because this lore has grown around this footage, that is, you know, it's much 
the lore is much mightier than the bounty, I guess you could say. <laughs> but that being the case, just please trust me when I say I've been trying really hard to, to get this stuff and to be able to include it in something for fans to check out. But uh, just uh, being as, as patient as we can, hoping this gentleman decides to come around and, and uh, let the fans see this stuff. Yeah, I think we're all hoping. What is this Halloween footage that you have for the record? Like, what exactly is it? Because the way he described it, it didn't sound like much. The way he described it was absolutely an uneducated either person knowing what I have or an uneducated person not reading the facts of what we've stated for the last seven years about what we have. Yeah, what I have in my possession are the actual camera negatives to Halloween. And what I have is every single scene, every single take, from Clapper to the end, till it's the end cut, whatever, I have it all. Yeah, I have, what, 44 to 45,000 feet of film, Jim? Uh, actually, it might be more than that. There's <clears throat> 10 boxes. There's four cans per box. They're 2,000-foot cans, but two, I think two of the boxes aren't completely full, so... Um, if they were full and they had 2,000 per, it would be 80,000, but I don't think it's that much. But it's Okay, so how many hours do you think? Well, we're looking at about five and a half to six hours of footage? Uh, maybe a little bit more than that because, like I said, if, if you're able to take, uh, if you had 80,000, that, that seems high. But um, I would think six or seven versions of Halloween. Really? If you were to See, cut that's why I brought... That man on here with me. Because this man's going to he's a film, basically, historian, okay? He's been my friend for 23 years. Yeah. That is the person who I go, he's my best friend in the world, 23 years I've known this man. He's going to tell me, he's going to tell you what exactly it is. What, what they state I have is basically end cut tail scenes, like extended versions of scenes. Right. No, I have full, complete takes from Clapper, until they stop that camera, the actual camera negative. Like what we said was, uh, well, we interviewed Don May Jr. about two years ago, and he basically said that you could pretty much recut the entire movie with all alternate takes, and like that's how much footage you have. And when we talked to Justin, he said it would be no more than like Michael dancing off camera after the take was done, it would just be bonus footage. <laughs> no, not true. Um, that, that, that is 100% a person who doesn't know exactly what we have and didn't read articles that we posted with other, other places. Well, here's the question, though. So he says that you two guys got together and couldn't come up with a deal, whether it was money or whatever the reason. So during those conversations, did you, I'm sure you explained all what you're just saying right now. How would he think that that's all you have? Well, all the all the correspondence we've had through Justin has been through email. Okay, they had contacted us about two months back through email, and he's all excited in the email saying, "Hey, let's get this deal put together. Let's get this going. I'm really excited." You know, when I had the footage for the first three years, I was really excited that some deal would have been done. Mm -hmm. It's now seven years later. And now out of nowhere, one person, not Malik, but Justin, has come forward and basically tried to get the footage. Right. Is a deal, or can a deal be done? Absolutely. 
absolutely. There's nothing more I would like to see than have this footage in the hands of the fans. They deserve it. Mm-hmm. They've kept Halloween going. Well, I think all the series is, <laughs> with the series had sucked. Mm-hmm. And it still sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first three, I, I, I feel the rest of the movies aren't very good. But the series has kept going. It's changed course so many times. The fans deserve this. The fans deserve to see this. And the fact that they probably bought the original Halloween ten different ways, <laughs> whether it's the VHS, the original DVD, the remastered DVD, sure. the Blu-ray, you know, like uh, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Sure. It's not fair. It's not fair to the people buying it. Right. Because, I mean, you can only repackage a monkey so many times before you go, okay, it's going to be the monkey. Yeah. I've spent <laughs> at least hundreds of dollars on different um, incarnations of it. You know, between VHS, the DVD, the Blu-ray, it's insane. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, the sad thing is, is, is they know there's going to be the diehard collectors that are going to do that. And they're not really going to change anything. They may change the artwork. They may change the cover. They may change one little thing in it. But with what I could provide to it, they could, I would change Halloween off the map. Wow. It would be, it would, it would totally destroy any release that's ever been put out there. And believe me, they would get much recognition off of what they would have if they would actually work with me. Yeah. No, this this is incredible what you have. And uh, you know, uh as far okay, let's just let's go with the quality here because you basically said it would have to be remastered greatly to even be something worth watching and there's no audio for it. Like what kind of what what condition is would you say this is in? pretty much pristine. Uh, the, the takes that are there, since they're alternate takes, basically they viewed them once, said, yep, this is not what we're going to use, wrapped it up, they put a little tag on it, it's on every spool that says, here's, you know, shot one, take one, two, three, four, down the line, every every shot, if you go through the line script, the shots there, if you pick them up, because 10 minutes was transferred, along with a, a test piece of test footage for the Panaglide with Dean Cundey. Mm-hmm. You go in and all the tags are there, and it's so they've only been used like one time, you know, basically to review it, and say this is not what we're using, and go on and go to the next one. Um, what what Bill has, two of the boxes are pieces to the negative of Halloween that makes up the movie as we all know it. Those those pieces beginning and end before you know before like when they say okay, you know take one, and at the end when they say cut, those pieces that are on the ends they're all in. I think it's two boxes, all the trims. Eight boxes are stuff that's never been used, right? And it's and the stuff that we saw that that uh, Don transferred that we saw uh, looks fantastic. The colorist didn't even have to do much. He, Don said he pressed one button the whole time. It's completely watchable, very watchable. Uh, now I no... sent I, I sent photos. I sent some screen grabs to to Mike and Alex. Yeah. Oh, I'm and okay. you guys have seen the footage, correct? Yeah, those will be on the the show post. Okay. Cool. And you can tell from there, those those scenes look like it was filmed today. <laughs> the yeah. quality looks like it was filmed today. There's no there's no muddiness to it. It's not falling apart. It doesn't need much cleaning. It's it actually, if you really want to boil it down, is this camera negative? These negatives that I have look better than Halloween would look. Nice. I mean, film by its nature is high definition in a sense, so it it does kind of it it 
has that look to it. Yeah, and, and John Carpenter was known for, he said, I'm going to take a movie with no budget and I'm going to put it on the best possible footage. And then I'm going to turn it into a movie that looks like a $10 million movie. Well, they did. Exactly. John Carpenter was a very smart filmmaker. Right. Because he knew the quality in the film stock would blow people away. I mean, if you look at, you know, his earlier previous effort, you know, Assault Precinct 13. Right. A $180 million or $180,000 movie. Yeah. That movie looks 10 times that. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way he shot. He shot it wide. Jim's a huge historian on Carpenter, so I'll, I could just bow down to him and let him take over here. Uh, Tommy Lee Wallace had said that uh, Carpenter, when they were shooting Assault on Precinct 13, he said something about, you know, they spent all this budget on cameras and lenses and film, and they were having a hard time. They were using people for, uh, you know, that weren't getting paid and things like that so they could make the movie, and Tommy Lee Wallace was like, well, what, you know, he didn't understand until he actually saw the saw the print and said, you know, and they were I think watching it on a sheet or something like that. One of the books talks about it, and says this is a real movie, you know. And then Carpenter had two choices in the next in Halloween, either 3D or or um, Panavision, you know. And he chose Panavision because it's a you know, and I'm glad he did. I mean, I think it would have come off gimmicky. It wouldn't be considered the film it is. Right. It would have been just a 3D gimmick. So. Wow. So I, I guess the obvious question is the main thing people are probably wondering so he said you know i've been trying to make a deal and they won't make a deal they won't you know let go of the footage like what transpired when you said yeah we got this we'd love to you know do something with you what do you want to do like where did it all fall apart well what it, what it is again again he contacted me about a month and a half back and through emails he's all excited and all happy and i'm happy for a second you know, because I know the past deals haven't gone very well. And the past deal I talk about is the one from seven years ago with Malik. Right. But, uh, so, you know, we bas- I, I basically tell him, okay, you know, make an offer. And I, I think Justin made, unfortunately, and he doesn't understand what I have exactly. They have stated in several, well, in one email, he, he stated something that thought he understood exactly what I had, and it, it led me to believe I thought he did understand and know what I had. Right. And the comment was, as the list of what you have in your footage doesn't, doesn't seem to contain anything that could be integrated into the existing film, definitely an interesting bonus feature of that. Wow. I never provided a list of what I had, so I don't know what list he's going by. Right. Now, when he says something like that, though, integrated into the film, to me, that sounds like how they integrated the the Halloween 1 TV bonus footage into the movie. Remember about 10 years ago, they released sure. the Halloween TV version on DVD. It's not even the true TV version. <laughs> it's not? Okay. <laughs> it's not even. No. I mean, all they did was put that footage in there and said it's the TV version, and it's, it's not even the true TV version. It's basically... When they did the TV version, they did it incorrectly. Right. And it, it's not the true TV version. It's just diehard. Just want the true TV version. Okay, so, okay, it can't be integrated, but you never claimed it could be. You didn't say that these are scenes that people that uh, were cut from the film or anything. He, So, I don't know, maybe there's a, like a communication breakdown. All you're saying is that what you have are different takes of all the scenes that we already know. Correct. 
extended scenes, different scenes, different angles, uh, test footage, um, deleted scenes. There was a, you know, do you know the whole story about the scene when Laurie's up in her bedroom and she looks out the window and the Mr. Riddle's backyard? Do you know the whole story on that? No. Jim, take it over. There's a there's an alternate take. Uh, Carpenter, when he originally shot it, uh, they shot it in a stage. Uh, you know, they just had a, you know, built a bedroom, and then evidently he says the take didn't work, so they had to go find a house and shoot actually in somebody's house. And so the alternate, the original, the original scene should be there. I mean, you know, it, it's camera negative, so there's not optical audio on there. But it is the footage. You can see it. You can see how it is. You could you could have somebody do it. Have commentary over it. Or the other thing is talking about integrating. Uh, the end of the movie was different. Michael wasn't supposed to live. Uh, the end of it, when you look at the footage, the camera pans up into the trees. It just ends differently. Well, that if you have it, instead, you know, all you hear is you know music. It just goes to music and wind. And I know there's breathing, but in this case, you just have no breathing. Right. Uh, the scene where Loomis is. He told Carpenter, he's like, hey, I got two two options I can give you as far as doing this scene. I can either do it where I'm, you know, I knew he'd be gone, or I can't believe he's gone. Right. And they used the one I I can't believe, or I, I can, you know. Well, he said, can you do both? <laughs> right, exactly. So so it's there. The other take is there, and there's no audio over that that's any different. He's not talking at that point. Right. There's just ambient noise. So Michael, Michael, last time I checked, Michael doesn't talk. Yeah. So it's, it, I don't think the integrating of any of it. You could, if you honestly wanted to, because there's different angles. Yeah. So here's Michael walking across the street at a different angle. Could you integrate that into the film? Absolutely. Why couldn't you? Why couldn't you? It's sound effects. And right. like I said, Michael Myers not going to stop and shoot a one-liner at you. Yeah. <laughs> you? <laughs> and, you know, we were, yeah. we were talking and, and uh, we were saying that even though you you guys don't have audio, just for fans' sake, we wouldn't even care if you used the original audio from the movie and kind of just like overlaid it, not even specifically, just, you know, generally, and just got the stuff from the different angles. I mean, you know, we would know not to care about it, you know. It would just be so fascinating because, you know, a Halloween fan wants to really live the movie and really get in there, and different angles are definitely going to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the thing with the Loomis thing. Just swap it out. Yeah. They get the same amount of frames. That's fascinating. Dealing with something more than just a Halloween fan, what this footage is, is actually a, a historical value. And there's people out there who have studied Halloween. Who just, you know, they're not even horror fans, but they've studied Halloween. Right. And they would be interested in this. Yeah. It's Jamie Lee. You have somebody who's a Jamie Lee Curtis fan. Not a horror movie fan, but just a Jamie Lee Curtis fan, let's say. Well, this is her first movie. And yeah. this has all of her takes there. This is something that's never before seen. Full, complete scene. Who knows? You know, I, I understand we do not have the sound for this. I never claimed that we did have the sound. Camera negatives don't have the sound on it. It's not going to happen. And they're but, not kept with them in a film vault. Correct. Now, this footage was and is in, in MGM Studios boxes. Okay? I know that the film when they were doing the cutting of the movie and all that kind of stuff, that was done as a favor to one of the Halloween people. It was all done at MGM. Mm-hmm. It was all cut and, and spliced and done all that kind of edited. It was all done as a favor to somebody at MGM Studios. So MGM keeps really good records, okay? So who's to say 
I don't call them up on the phone or we don't call them up on the phone and say, hey, you know, we have this footage. Do you possibly have the sound to this number X? Da, 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 da. And then they look it up and, yeah, it's just sitting here on a shelf. So if you could strike a deal, you would even go further with this and kind of, you know, get see if that exists and even take it further. Exactly. Who's to say that one of the people who worked on the movies don't have the sound sitting inside a closet somewhere? Exactly. Oh, yeah, I, I kept them. I didn't think they'd ever be worth anything. Right. You know? Who knows? What Justin said was the lore around this is is mightier than the bounty, and it, it doesn't sound that way. I, f- I feel like he doesn't understand what... See, that, that's why... That's why when they made their initial offer, because they made an offer, right? okay? And their offer is an uneducated offer about what the footage is. I don't feel they've read... We wrote two wonderful articles for Fangora magazine, and it goes in detail about what this footage is, exactly what this footage is. And nobody from the Halloween camp, I think, ever read those articles. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. Fans know what this footage is. The are flopping at the mouth waiting to see this footage. They want to see it. I want them to see it. But I can't do it if the people who want it can't make an educated offer. I guess here's the question. For people that don't know how the business works, you own this. This is legally yours. You you got it at an auction because, I guess, somebody didn't pay off their, their locker or whatever, you know. See, I, I, see, that's another story that was brought up that's totally incorrect. I did not buy it at an auction. Okay. See, and, 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 and another thing, Justin has stated, or somebody from Halloween, the Halloween camp has stated, this, this footage is reels of footage. It's a reel of footage. And as a matter of fact, it's some footage. It's not some footage. It's not reels of footage. It's every second of Halloween that did not get put in Halloween. Right. The actual theoretical version. It's every second of footage. So it's not just a reel of footage. It's not just some takes and some snippets here and some snippets there. It's full, complete scenes, takes. It's the whole enchilada. Yeah. It's the whole enchilada. Is the uh, TV footage included in that, would you say? No, I don't think so. That was filmed during Halloween, too, I if I remember. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, Jim doesn't say one of the boxes say TV footage or TV something. I don't. I don't remember what it says. There's something that that leads us to believe that it may be something else, but I don't remember exactly what the boxes say. I think. I think we open up a canister, and inside the canister is a piece of paper, and on that piece of paper it says something about TV something. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, I, I remember that distinctly. I know that's inside one of the canisters. It says TV something, and it goes on the list like rolls and X something something. Yeah. Okay. When we talked to Don, he said that there was so much that he couldn't even watch all yeah. of it to know what he has. So now it's been two years, though. So what you're saying is you guys pretty much ran through almost – what percentage out of 100 would you say you, you watched? Of the footage that we've watched? Yeah. And not even, not even, uh, Jim. I wouldn't even say a point two. Right. I mean, it's we've we Don transferred what ten, like ten minutes worth of footage. And that's really all. And that's 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 it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all transferred. What what we did was, or what you know, what Jim and Don did was they actually got a line script and they they went through the line script and the line script's basically going to say, you know, this take number is this, 
And what Jim and Don did was went through and found the numbers to those takes. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he basically tracked down every single take to the movie. Oh, so through the numbers you know what you have rather than sitting there and watching it all. Okay. Correct. Okay. The film's not melting. It's not oxi- I don't, I oxidized. Don't know yeah, right. It's not muddy. It's not... I don't know. Jim, it is pristine. Is that correct? It, it is pristine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, what we've watched, I mean, even, even the test footage for the Panic Glide camera, Dean Cundy, there's the, the, the car that's out in front of the Myers house at the very beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, that car is sitting in the parking lot. It's a Nova 2 station wagon. And it's, sitting, <laughs> it's sitting in the parking lot, and they do a Panic Glide around it. And then they go into Pan- the Panavision Studios, and they go around, and you see other cameras. Dean Cundy's leaning up against one of the cameras, and he, like, checks in with his time card and just all this different stuff. I mean, and what's really cool is when 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 you see, you know, and you'll you'll have the frame grabs up on your website there, but you'll see a shot of Dean Cundy, okay, and you see him like clocking in and everything and joking around and walking around, and Ray Stella is also in that footage, <laughs> yeah, and Ray Stella is basically the other he's the camera operator for Halloween, right? So here is the director of photography and the camera operator to Halloween doing test footage with the actual Panaglide camera that they were going to use for that movie for the first time they were using it. That's historical. Yeah. That's historical. What was that, a week before they were filming? They were probably usually doing that? Who knows? Like, that's not the only test footage. There's other reels that say test, so we have no idea. Correct. Correct. And, you know, what's really cool is, you know, who's to say you sit Dean, Dean Cundy down and Dean Cundy goes, hey, hey, what do you think of this? And King Cundy starts freaking out. Oh, my gosh. What, where did you get this? <laughs> I'm sure it's something he's never even thought of for 30 years. And he could do a commentary on that. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, we showed this footage to Tom Lee Wallace. We showed the 13 minutes that we transferred to Tom Lee Wallace. Okay. Tom Lee Wallace had the biggest grin on his face the whole time <laughs> and could not believe we had this. Right. Yeah, I love that guy. Because he kept going. He, the only thing I remember him kept saying was, I haven't seen this in 30 years, <laughs> you know? And then here's the song and dance. There's the Michael Myers where he gets up and then does his little dance and walks off and then comes back in the frame doing a Bob Bill dance. Right. It's all there. Right. He thought it was gone. So did Carpenter. If you own this, why can't you release this on some kind of Blu-ray? You know, that their life's a big question, you know? Um, I bought this footage... Purely and simply because, A, it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, and and I know other people were offered what it was. They were offered this. There's other people that were were offered this footage. And I don't know if they didn't want to buy it or didn't understand exactly what it was or if it was out of the price range. I, I don't know exactly. But as soon as they started saying, okay, it's, it's boxes of footage, little spools, and then I contacted my best friend here, Jim, and then I contacted Don over at Synapse, my other friend of 21 years. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, what can you tell me about this? I knew something was special. I, I, was, I was actually emailing somebody about something special. And I had to buy it. Right. So I bought it. And the purpose of having it is, okay, wait a second. I have this footage. No one's ever seen it before. I got a really good friend who works at, who owns Synapse Films. Huh, what is ever the chances that Synapse Films could ever help put this out okay that's why i bought it let's let's look 
down the road and say, wow, Synapse Films can actually buy the rights to Halloween, put it out with all this footage on it. Okay. With Don's expertise of doing what he does. Right. Wouldn't, that, that is like a Halloween fan's wet dream. Right. But instead, everything's just kind of, you know, in limbo. So, okay, now... I won't ask you the denomination because, you know, that's your private thing you're going through with uh, Trankus. Let's just say what you paid for this footage. <laughs> I, the, only, the, only thing, the only thing I will say is until an educated offer is given to me, an actual educated, them knowing exactly what I have and now understanding what we have, hopefully they've listened to the broadcast. Yeah, he will. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully... They can make an educated offer this time instead, and uh, instead of one that it is in a dark, because I, I just I just feel they don't understand and don't understand fully what exactly I have. They are wasting time. Yeah, you know, in seven years we have done everything. People have con- people contact Don gets emailed every week. He gets asked at conventions. I get asked all the time about this footage. And the only thing I can say is email Trankus. I don't say email Trankus and, and yell at them and curse at them and tell them to put the date. No. Email Trankus. Yeah. I am not the holdup here. Well, And I, I'm not, I've never been the holdup. I want fans to have this footage. Of course. And plus you want to – obviously you have something that's worth, you know – money and you it's a great deal for you and just like anybody who owned that they'd know hey listen i can make a lot of money by selling it to people who are who are uh, have the right to uh, release it which you don't i guess exactly i'll tell you a really funny story this is a true story jim has heard this and uh i tried getting in touch after i got this footage i tried getting in touch with roger ebert <laughs> and uh i wasn't able to get in touch with roger ebert but i was able to get in touch with his assistant and Roger Ebert's assistant, you know, I told him, hey, I just bought this. What was, What is this worth? And at that time, I want to say it was 2005. And I just, I, I remember getting the email back going, oh, Halloween just got inducted into the National Film Archive. Priceless. Wow. So, you know, to have someone who, who basically is an assistant to Roger Ebert basically saying, hey, um, that year, it's being inducted into the National Film Archive, Halloween, and uh, your footage is now priceless. And then getting an uneducated offer, it, it's two different. It's just two different things. What I don't understand is I've heard Malik in interviews. You know, I've heard him talk about the franchise, and it seems like he is so into the franchise and. You know, you you would think that he wants to care, you know, that he cares about the fans and what they want. But I just don't understand why he doesn't want to move on this. I, I don't get I think it. Malik does care about the fans. I, I really do. I, I think he does care about the fans. But I maybe he's not a fan of the first film. <laughs> you know? I can't imagine. <laughs> um, it, it always has to start somewhere. And, you know, I, I don't think I'm that big of a jerk. <laughs> I don't think I'm that big of a jerk, but I'm. You know, this is not Pawn Stars. This is not Hardcore Pawn. This is not American Pickers, where it's basically you have a, a ten thousand dollar item and they're going to give you fifty dollars for it. Right. Will, will this will this satisfy, Will this be okay? Will this help you out? No. Are you kidding me? Next. See, I'm even trying to think of a price for this. Like, 
uh, $50,000 doesn't even seem like a good offer to me. Like, it, you know, even – yeah, it doesn't. I mean, the money it makes, the money that this is guaranteed – see, they're sitting – It'll make millions. Millions. Millions of dollars. Look, you have a company that is a multi-million dollar company, okay? Oh, yeah. Trade just films, that's not a lot. It's a multi-million dollar company. Right. Okay. And their entire backbone has been on one movie. Halloween. One franchise. Halloween. Right. And you can't, they can't keep putting out. Next year's the 35th anniversary. Okay. What are they going to do? Make, make a biography number, documentary number seven? <laughs> you know, what else can be said? Yeah. Are they going to go out and find, I don't know, the next door neighbor who watched it and go, here, tell us what you saw. Hey, what did you see when you were I mean, cooking what, dinner? What else can they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what can they say is if they watch the footage and have commentary over it. You're telling me this ain't going to rekindle memories with Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, John Carpenter? You, you, you've got to be able to get those people in the room mm-hmm. and actually sit them down and go, hey, here's some footage you haven't seen probably in 35 years. Give us your first reaction. And you don't think that's going to bring a smile to Jamie Lee Curtis's face or John Carpenter's face? Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, not Jamie Lee bring... Curtis, but, you know. No. <laughs> you know, it's going to bring a smile. And I can, I can guarantee you, Nick Castle, he would have a huge smile on his face. Oh, my God, there's my dance. Are you kidding? Yeah. You know? They, you know, they actually recorded this crap, you know? That, you know, being Cundy, that rap after, you know? I can't believe this isn't their first priority, honestly, <laughs> to get this footage. Like, you know, the guaranteed... The money they'll make from this—it's—it's it's over a million. Let's just say, let's just be stupid here. It—they'll make one million dollars, correct? Okay. That's lowballing it, but okay. Of course. Well, it's, that's the point. So, at least offer you guys two hundred thousand, and if they do that, I would say, yeah, sure. You know, you get and, a percentage of the back end too. Don't you know, forget that. It, here, yeah. See, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's not that I'm—I'm. I'm, it's, it's it, you know the, the the whole thing the whole deal issue is something that can be worked out, but they haven't even made a real offer, and and that's where it all starts with is a real offer, right? A real, real honest, knowing offer, not well from the list of what you have. It can't be inter- no, okay. You're already you're already starting on a negative tone. Yeah. It's dropped the negative Nancy. And and, and and the ball's in their corner during the negotiation when you started off like that. And you're not. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. You know, it, it's. They were, in order for this footage to be put out, in all honesty, they would have to put out several versions down the road. Mm-hmm. Several versions. I mean, come on. If I have six hours of Halloween footage, I don't think they're going to throw the whole enchilada on one freaking Blu ray and say. Here you go. Nope, no. It will never no. be on one Blu-ray. Absolutely not. Oh, no. What they would probably, of course not. But what they would do is probably do 30 minutes of footage and, you know, and then have 30 minutes of commentary over it. Yeah. And then wait a couple of years and put out another with 30 more minutes of footage and more commentary over it. Maybe looking at integrating some of the, some a take or a, a little snippet into the movie. Does that make sense? Because you're, 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 it, it's something that they want. It's something that they know could exist. It's something that could happen. Yeah. But it's it you know again ultimately that's not up to me. It's it's not up to me. Right. It, it's up to one person, and uh, you know it's it's not Justin. That's Malik. Yeah. So yeah. You know it, it's you know our our door's been open for seven years. My door's been open. 
for seven years. What you're trying to say is, to all the Halloween fans, the only reason you guys don't have this is because, I, obviously, the only guy you're dealing with is Justin Beam. He didn't lie about anything he said on our interview, except that he's obviously doesn't clearly understand what's on this, except for a guy dancing away. Uh, what you're saying is <laughs> they don't know what they're actually offering you money for, therefore they're not offering you nearly enough. Sure, sure. Okay. I don't want to be a headache in inside. You know, I don't want to give them gray hair at night. I don't want to give them sleepless nights and go, God, this Billy Perkins is the most difficult person ever to deal with and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when they made an offer, I wrote an email basically stating back, until you make a serious offer, I'm not, I don't want to deal with you. Wow. You know? Hmm. You know, I want to talk to you on the phone. Okay, until you make a real serious offer, it has to be worth my time. Because that initial offer... was a joke. It just wasn't... It was such an insult from a multi-million dollar... It's such an insult. <laughs> you know, everything that is Halloween, you, you just insulted the fans because you're, you're going to make tens of millions. Right, yeah. Tens of millions of dollars. Well, you know what I would like to see? I mean, I don't know if if Malik or, or Justin would be up for it, or even if you guys would, but I would love to get um, Bill, you and Jim, and Malik and Justin on the line together to kind of, <laughs> to kind of, to kind of work this out. I mean, I'll help mediate it. I mean, from a oh. perspective. Let's, oh, man. This would be almost like the Romney-Obama debate here. <laughs> That'd be like exactly. a four-hour show. You know? That's what's you know, and, and, and I would like to say me and Jim are Romney. <laughs> <laughs> you know? that, that's basically where, where I stand on it. Yeah. If, if, I, hey, you know what? If, if they would be willing to do that, hey, they, that would be a heck of a show, and <laughs> I definitely want to give Halloween fans an earful. Why not? Right. <laughs> I, I'm it's it's the only it's the only way to uh, you know because look, Justin, what is he going to do? Say, hey, listen, I want to go back on and refute what they said. I mean, listen, we can't <laughs> keep going back and forth. Obviously, there's only one. You know, let's get to the final way right away. You guys been waiting seven years. You said, let's just if if it even takes coming on here and doing it, it doesn't really matter. But either way, just get on the phone. They heard this, they understand now what it's all about, and they understand the money they're going to make, and they will make that money. These ha- Halloween fans are crazy. They'll, they'll buy these movies no matter what. You put Halloween on the cover. Again, again it, you have to look at it from a broader picture also, because it's not just Halloween fans. We're talking normal public fans, too, that want to see this footage, or Jim Lee Curtis fans, or right. film historians, because this is something no one's ever seen before. It is John Carpenter loyalist would go great. I mean, you you always can tell when a John Carpenter setup is, and you can always tell how John will frame his movies. Well, with this footage, guess what? You get to see it yeah. from the get-go. Why they framed it this way, how the lighting was. Oh, wow. You know, why didn't they use this scene? You know, Jim, what, what do you got to say, brother? Well, there's, um, I know from Don and I going through just some spools kind of looking at things, I mean, we were kind of looking for some different things. One of the things that I remember, I think scene one, take one is, is the pumpkin. If I remember right, scene one, take one actually shows them lighting it. I mean, you can kind of see it at the very beginning. Right. There's people out there working with the pumpkin. Uh, one clip in there at the very beginning because it's got the clapboard, 
because the closet was so small, it's actually Jamie Lee Curtis holding the clapboard. <laughs> there's a shot in there. I know there's a shot because with stuff like said, stuff we're going through shows Michael's mask because the camera's shooting him right at first. There's a clapboard right next to him. Wow. You know, there's there's different things in there like that. I mean, just all kinds of things. And the other thing is when Bill was talking about when he bought it. Um, now I know, I believe we had remember this discussion where if this footage got to somebody else, who knows where it'd go. The fact that we knew Don at the time before he started, uh, even before he was with Elite, uh, we knew that this was somebody that could take care of it. We had no question about his quality of work. Right. And we also knew, and I know that Bill wanted it because if he took a chance on it, it could have been it could have been dailies, it could have been snippets, but it's not. And he took a chance on it, you know, took a loan out, his own money, you know, took a loan out, paid that off, owns the footage. You know, so I mean, he did it so that it wouldn't disappear, it wouldn't be mishandled, mistreated, and disappear forever. I mean, it is truly something he wants to see other fans to see. You know, and that's just stuff that you know, I know, I know transpired. I, I know that that's why he bought it. When when Justin first contacted me, um, I basically stated to him, uh, "Well, I want to deal with 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 Malk because you know, there's always one top dog." There's only one king of the mountain. I want to deal with Malik. And I don't think Malik wants to deal with me. Wow. Because I, I I went from Justin to a lawyer at Trancus, and then back to Justin with a letter basically saying from Malik that Justin's going to work the deal for Trancus. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if the deal was supposed to be keep him at this much money, or can he offer me more money? Right. Yeah, I don't but, like that. I, I think I think Malik should have been at the forefront. I just I, I don't care if he wants to deal with you or not. I just don't think that it's Justin's place. I think Malik is the the head of the company, so to speak, absolutely. at this point. And I I I, 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 I would I would bottom line. I would love to talk to Malik again. You know, it's it's been seven years, you know, since me and him last talked. I'd love to talk to Malik again. And have a truthful discussion about what this footage is and what the value is, the value of this footage is to him. Because what this footage is value to Justin is different than what the footage is value to, to Malik. Right. And, and from the offer Justin made, I guess this footage is not very valuable to them. And, and that is, that is a shame. That, that is basically, that is basically holding the Halloween fans' hand hostage because I will gladly make a deal, and I didn't buy this footage not to make a deal. Yeah, and you know what? As a fan, that that movie changed my entire perspective on like movies and made sure. me a true horror fan, really. And uh, I'll never forget it. You know, it was like you know, eleven, twelve years ago, and that that just changed everything. And uh, as a fan, I could tell you, I'm not angry at you. Because I understand. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I understand that you want a real deal. You know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> we know what's out there. We know what we're entitled to. And I understand that. Uh, you know, corporate America, man. I don't. Hey, I wish I could, like I said, before I came on this interview, I wish I would have got a beautiful email from, from Justin or Malik stating, hey, here's what we're going to offer you. Let's give us a call. Let's, let's, let's now talk about this. But the offer, guys, it was simply insulting. And it's insulting to Halloween fans. Yeah, I understand. Because if that's what they're really offering for the footage, 
when I, they're offering me that, and then they're going to go make tens of millions yeah. and basically bathe in all the dollar bills. And laugh at you, like, ha-ha, jerk off, you just sold this. Yeah. For, hey, for, for, you, you don't even know what you had. Yes, I do know what I have. It's you who do not know what I have. Even though in emails you stated you knew what I had. They might know what you have, but it doesn't matter. It's all about money, man. It's a poker face. Yeah. Hey, if, they're, if we're playing poker... Hey, I got a trump card. But, you know, I would love to give up my trump card to actually letting the fans see what I have, yep. to see what this is. And they deserve it. They deserve it. I, I, T-shirts and socks with Michael Myers on it. <laughs> you know what? Happy Halloween. But it all comes down to one thing, the footage. Yep, absolutely. You're telling about how you're, you're probably talking about if they put it out on Blu-ray and DVD at the same time in a combo or whatever they're going to do, hmm. you know, you're talking probably one of the, the biggest sellers that would probably hit of that year. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not saying, you know, I'm not saying Star Wars numbers or Warriors Lost Ark numbers. No, I'm no. saying in the horror field, come on. Yeah. When you think of the greatest horror movie of all time or best slasher movie of all time, you know, you have those, some people say, you know, Frankenstein, you have some people Psycho. say Psycho. You know what? Every single time I'm going to say one movie, and that's going to be Halloween every yeah. single time. Yep. I hold I hold both at the same, but, yeah, I, I know what you mean. And you know what? For younger fans, even, even people in their 30s, even their definitely 20s, they don't regard Psycho nearly as highly as Halloween. So. Uh, it's just it's just the facts, no matter what I feel about it. And, and, and speaking of that, and speaking of that, Jim, where are you going to go see tonight at the movie theaters? I'm going to see Halloween, leaving here in about 15 minutes. <laughs> so Jim's got to get off the line, actually. Jim <laughs> is going to see the uh, Halloween broadcast tonight at the uh, theater. There you go. Support Trankus. <laughs> yeah, so, well, you know what? It, you know, you can either support Trankus or you can be supporting of the movie that... that you know, touched your life in some way. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, I want to thank you so much for coming on and really, like, setting everything straight. And, I, you know, I hope that when Justin's listening to this right now that, you know, he says, hey, uh, maybe I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. I, I kind of think he sort of knew what you had and just doing the poker face thing. But either way, I hope you guys come to some kind of agreement. And if you want to do it on the air to show everybody what, you know, what's really going on behind the scenes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. I I doubt it, but <laughs> I would definitely I uh, would definitely welcome that. That would be funny. I would uh, I would definitely do that. I would put all my cards on the table. I have nothing to hide. Right. Absolutely. All right. Thanks so much, guys. And we will uh, look more than welcome. We'll look forward to seeing this in the future. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'll keep in touch. Yep. Right. Thank you very kindly for having us both on. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, we're back, and we are joined with the beautiful, talented, incredible Jamie Jenkins. Hello, Jamie. Oh, well, she's here, too? <laughs> yeah, she is. That's what they tell me, anyway. Thank you. I come on this show, you know, because I get such great intros. That's oh, why. I... Hey, 
<laughs> I am so happy to be back. I love you guys so much. And last time I, get, I didn't get to play with Mike. You know, you're in the sandbox and Alex is <laughs> gone, but... Yeah, but I'm here ready to be played with, so let's go. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so obviously Alex is gone, so we're having uh, Jamie step in for the news today. So it should be entertaining. I don't look quite as sexy in a beard as he does, but... <laughs> I, see, I don't know if he looks sexy in a beard, though, but I'll tell you. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think I look better in a beard, and I, I, I get them grown. Well, I, I tried to grow one. I, I don't like yep. it though. The, the, the hair itches my, it, like I can't stand it. And plus, you have no hair on your head, so right. it, that's. <laughs> you look like Willy Willy when you. <laughs> well, see what I, I thought about maybe shaving the hair off my face and putting it on my head. Dude. I wonder if I could do that. Wow. You could, but I probably wouldn't leave the house. Well, yeah. Well, I don't leave the house hardly as it is right now, so. That would give me something to run my fingers through, I guess, right. though. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and I, I like that. That makes me feel good when that happens. So, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> now, we were going to get into uh, the news, but, Mike, didn't you have a uh, quick uh, gripe to, that yeah. you got with uh, Jamie? Yeah, I kind of did, Jamie. You have a gripe with me? Yeah, because... Um, before You're going to make me cry. Well, I think it was with Evil Episodes. You were doing a commentary on Trick or Treat. And I was unavailable, so I said, why don't we do a commentary for Halloween 6 sometime? And you said that you you said you couldn't do it. And I just want to know why. <laughs> <He's> been... <laughs> you are going to call me out in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah I, I need to know. For Halloween 6, right? Just yeah. <laughs> strip me naked and throw me into the crowd. Yeah, well. Exactly. No, I've had so many fights with Mike about this, Jamie. Don't don't worry. Anytime it's brought up, he'll fucking kill you. Yeah. No, it's okay. I'm not scared. I okay. can take care of myself. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I don't like it. What? That's why. I don't want to do a commentary of a movie I don't like. Right, but why it's not don't you like it? And sweetie, um, you know, I know how important that movie is to you. I know, like, with all the 372 times or whatever yeah. that you watched it on Christmas morning, I... <laughs> how the story goes but i know it was it was a lot yeah. and i know it's very important to you and uh yeah you'll be you'll be buried with it i'm sure you know it's already or your plan, epitaph yeah. will say something like this fool watched this movie way more than anyone ever should um, <laughs> but it's just that it and it's not just that movie it's the later halloweens i don't once they start getting into cult of thorn right. i lose complete interest because to me it has i just don't care you know, so I'm like, as far as the Halloween series goes, I watch one through three, four is tolerable, but really I only ever watch one through three and then I'm done with it. Like I just, I check yeah. out for that. And it's, so, I mean, six is sort of there. I mean, it's, I don't know. I think it's pretty bad. You know, <laughs> it's such a great Loomis performance, Jamie. I mean, Donald is in his prime. You're missing it. I, well, I didn't miss it. I did see it. <laughs> she saw it all. I saw it. I just don't care to see it again. I mean, yeah, I've, I've actually watched it several times throughout the years. So don't think I'm going to eat all, like, uninformed, uh, going, I don't know. No, I mean, I've watched it. I just, it's not my favorite. Have you seen the producer's cut, Jamie? I have not. Uh, would that change, would that change my mind? 
Jamie, um, you're making me want to send you a copy. I think you need to see the producer's You know what? Copy. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. You make sure that I can see that version of it, Screen and I'll there. talk about it with you. I'll talk about it with you. I'll do whatever you want. We can do a commentary. We can do a whole show. Now, I don't care. I'm, I'm but, all for it. <laughs> but I will do that for you because I don't want anyone to say that I never gave anyone a fair shake. Exactly. Dude. I always we need to make this happen. This is going to happen. Oh, it'll happen. That just made my night, Jamie, actually. You saying Aww. that, you'll watch that. That's amazing. Really? And then next time when you return, Jamie, it'll be magical. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's always magical when I'm here with you, boys. <laughs> it is indeed. That's why we have you here for the news, beautiful. Yes. But, um, oh, you keep talking like that, and I'll be here all the time. Well, I already told you. I told Alex, and I told you, Dan, I'll be under the desk anytime you guys want. I'm, I'll am i be on the show. They just won't know it. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it gets a little chilly here in the dungeon, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but there's always room under the desk for anybody. Well, <laughs> female especially. Anybody? Wow. Well, not ever, anybody. But, you know. <laughs> Now, I, on a on series, though, I am nothing if I'm not open-minded, and I'm always willing to, if I can hear someone defend something as vehemently as you defend that movie, then I will say, yes, I will watch it again, and who knows, maybe my opinion will have changed, because it, it has honestly been several years since I've seen it. How long so, are we talking? We're talking a long time. <laughs> okay, because it's only been about... Uh... Maybe three Minutes. weeks for me. You watched it? Yeah. You're you watching realize, it. Jamie, until you see this, Mike isn't going to sleep. He's not going to eat. Like, he'll... Oh, no, I'll eat because I have to eat to live. All right, Mike, so what do we got for the news? Well, as you know, this weekend was a big weekend for Paranormal Activity 4. Uh, maybe not so much. <laughs> uh, Paranormal Activity 3, which brought in $50.5 over its first three days, um, far surpassed what Paranormal Activity 4 did, only bringing in 29, just over $29 million in its first three days. Okay. So, I don't know. I know the fifth one was green lit, but do we really think that it's going to continue much after that one? I think all the movies are garbage, but Jamie, you saw Paranormal Activity 4. What did you think of it? Uh, I, honestly, I found it lackluster and unsatisfying. Okay. Because <laughs> it was supposed to be the first, um, you know, the first, technically the first sequel to the first movie, correct? It was an interesting idea. I just feel like with this series of films, and, okay, <laughs> it did have some good moments. Don't let me get out of here without saying it had some right. good moments. It totally did. Okay. But I just feel like the majority of it was, like, me leaning on my hand waiting for something to happen. And <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, after four, well, after three movies, then you really kind of need to give us more than a slowly closing door and expect it to do anything. Um, you yeah. know, they did have, like I said, they had some really good moments and I, you know, I can't divulge what those were, but there were some, if you're a fan of the series, I still, however, I mean, even if you're a fan of the series, which I am, I would say, mm -hmm. wait, like I <laughs> would, 
if yeah. I had, if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, right, I wouldn't have decided to go see it in the theater probably. Now let me ask you a question: Does it set up a next one after that? Like, does it does it set uh, up time? Yeah, it could. Okay. I really um. It does. It really does. There's a little bit after the credits too that that kind of does, but I, I don't really see it going much farther than that. I mean, I think people right. are running out of steam when it comes to this series. I totally you agree. Know. There just wasn't really enough throughout. It was very slow go, and really, I maybe that comes from me doing what I do. You know, I mean, I maybe right. I'm just jaded to that sort of thing now. I mean, I've, but. The audience, the here's okay. Here's something that's very telltale. The audience around me did was doing exactly what I was doing, which is pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. There was a little boy in front of me who was like nine years old, and he was scared before it even started. And his mom's like, "Settle down, it hasn't started yet." And uh, then when the actual movie came on, he sat there stone faced the entire time. Okay. And uh, then at the end, like things start really picking up, like in the last minute of the movie, something like it gets really exciting. And I sat up. I'm like, OK, here we go. Yep. And then it was over. And right. the entire audience just goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, okay. and then dead silence. And everyone got up and filed out. I mean, that there was just it didn't affect them. I guess that's probably it. It really doesn't didn't affect me at all. It was not very memorable. It wasn't a memorable experience. Right. So that's so it was like a premature ejaculation almost. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like I said, lackluster and unsatisfying. <laughs> that's how I usually end it. Silence and then just walk out. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, well, I, I like to follow it with a mic drop. <laughs> I leave. I'm like, and yeah. I throw the mic down and walk out of the room and, you know, leave a slack dog. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, we'll, we'll, we've talked about those movies a lot, but, you know, I think uh, we it's basically, uh, you know, beating a dead horse. So we'll move on from the Paranormal Activity movies. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what else we got? What about um, RoboCop has a futuristic new ride? Not that I care, but they showed some footage of it. And I figured uh, I should mention that there's footage of his new motorcycle dealie out there. Some footage was shot, I guess, a week ago or something in Toronto. And it just looks like shit. Yeah, it looks like shit. So I really don't care. So let's continue. I mean, in the days of like when Dark Knight's coming out and stuff like that, how are you going to just... I mean, the, the, the motorcycle looks exactly like his suit. It looks like shite. And you know what else I don't like about RoboCop? I don't know... I know, Dan, you're a fan of Breaking Bad, Jamie. I don't oh. know if you watch it or not. Unbelievable. But um, Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse, yes. is going to be in a film Need for Speed. And now this RoboCop remake, mm-hmm. uh, which was set to open in, uh, I guess, this next summer, 2013. Uh, it is now opening February 7th, 2014, <laughs> opposite Need for Speed, which is the movie that stars... Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. So I'm kind of pissed. There you go, right there. Hey, I love how they push it back a year, too. It's like, just when people are getting mildly, like, excited about this movie, they push it back a year. Not even, like, a few months, a whole year. That's ridiculous. That just kind of shows you. Yeah, why are they doing that? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I have no idea. And I'll be honest with you, I was excited. Saw the suit, a little less excited. Saw the motorcycle. I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> I'm done with the RoboCop shit. Sam Jackson's going to be in it. 
I'm tired of these motherfucking robots. Sorry, go ahead. I really think the whole remake thing is getting out of control. I, I think they just need to stop. Um, yep. You just said that, Mike. I saw the Evil Dead trailer. What? Uh, like last week? Now, yeah. I know, I, I don't know your feelings on it, Mike. Um, now, first off, I thought... We'll see what Jamie thought of it first. and then. Well, then no, well that's what I was going to get to. But yeah. Jamie, all right, first of all, what do you... Ladies first, so... Now, Jamie, are you a They're fan ladies? of the original Evil wow. Dead, though? More important. <laughs> am I a fan of the original Evil Dead? Yes. Of course I am. Okay. I love that movie. I have to, I had, I had to have a confession, though. What's you that? Guys, you guys take a confession from me? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, please. I don't like Evil Dead 2. Ow. I Ow. don't. I'm sorry. It's just, and I'll tell you why. I, I mean, it's, it's funny. It is funny. But I don't want funny. Evil Dead was scary, and they completely took the scary out of it, and that really irritated me. That's the same reason I don't like Aliens. I can't stand Aliens. I never watch it because Alien was scary as shit. Really? You didn't think Aliens was scary? No. Aliens is not a horror film. Alien was a horror film. Right. Aliens is just like – Action. It's it's an action film, and it's a good one. But yeah. I'm just so angry about it that I still can't – I just can't watch it. Yeah, love, love, love Evil Dead. Love it. And what did you think of the new trailer? Well, wait, how about Army of Darkness, though? So I guess I Army of Ar- Darkness is another No, I love, Ar- I love Army of Darkness. Yeah, but Army of Darkness is – well, is it because Army of Darkness is more of a straight-up comedy? Is that the – It's because – what pissed me off about Evil Dead 2 was that he ba- – that basically completely redid Evil Dead, completely ignoring everything that happened in Evil Dead and right. recreated it for Evil Dead 2. To me, right. I felt like that was disrespectful. And <laughs> I mean, it's not my movie, but I, I, I love it a lot. And so that made me sad. That's why. As far as Army of Darkness, that's just a comedy. And it's like, and it didn't step on anyone else's toes and that. And so I think yeah, that was his own thing, right? What pissed me? I mean, that's what pissed me off. If if they hadn't um, redone all the Evil Dead stuff to shove it into Evil Dead Two and just basically redo the movie, I think I would have been much happier with it. Yeah. You know, I, I could have accepted it being funny. It's just that basically they rang all the fear out of the first one, and that's what I can't get past. And it looks like in the new one, there's not even the slightest bit of comedy. They're, like they're playing it I... laser straight. That's what I think, and I thought it looked good. Like, I'm excited about this. I was blown away when I saw it. Even, I mean, the quality sucked ass, but it was great. I, I loved it. It was, um, see, the thing is, it's when you see a trailer like that, you hear things like, oh, they're going, you know, we talked about it tonally. They're going, um, you know, darker with it or whatever. But until you see that trailer, it, nobody's going to believe it. You know, it, nobody knows what to think of this movie. That's the first. I've been waiting a long time to see that. And I was fucking blown away. I mean, really, I, I don't know how Mike felt about it. Mike, well, I, from your reaction, I kind of got that you didn't like it. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, brother? I'm, I'm not going to say that I, that I didn't like it the first time I watched it. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, this is not Evil Dead. I just, I, I couldn't get into it. I'm like, I don't know. But then the uh, little Mikey said, watch it again. You might get something more out of it. So I said, okay, and I, I played it. And um, I liked it a little more the second time. But uh, I'm going to need a little more convincing, I think, before I, right. before I like, bite. 
are you saying that your penis gives you movie advice? Sometimes, <laughs> yes. Huh. Okay. Mine does. It it, it, it it stands at attention with Halloween 6, though. So. That, I yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> I think when I do watch that movie, I'm going to feel all dirty the whole time. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> well, and speaking of that, too, the, um, the new Carrie trailer's out, too, which... Uh... Obviously, blood, carry, <laughs> get it. Anyways, yeah. Um, it yeah, so, Mike, what do you think of that first? Because I, I really want to get into this with Jamie because um, this is, you know, this is one of those movies where I don't like the original. I saw the... Uh, the tra- oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Whoa. It doesn't do wow. anything for me, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Yeah, Ooh, it's hurts. fucking period blood and, and, and pig's blood and who cares? It does nothing for First me. First of all, it's Brian De Palma. Nobody can rock a slow motion shower, shower scene like Brian De Palma. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. No, I, I agree. So I guess I, I guess I lied when it said no, I, when I said know, it did nothing. But do you know that I literally wore my VHS out on that sh- on that shower scene in the opening? Jesus, Mike. Really? <laughs> that one? <laughs> well, when you're, when you're... You know, when I you're... love watching awkward girls take showers and then get pelted with sanitary napkins. Oh. Right? <laughs> it, it's fun. It's fun. I don't no, know. We talked like, about this before, too. Karen just doesn't do anything for me. So, is, Dude. Oh, oh, my. Dan, you're, oh, you're scaring me. I, I just, I don't. It's Carrie, though. I mean, look, I looked at that remake trailer, and I'll tell you what. It's got nothing on the original. No way, shape, or form. But you just, dude, you just put a trailer up against a movie that doesn't even compute. Yeah, but just, yeah, but just from the trailer, I can tell it's going to be bad. No, come on, come on. Want to talk about premature ejaculation? There you go, right there, folks. <laughs> I mean, you, how many times have we said that you can't judge a movie by its trailer? Anyways, I personally think it looks great. Um, heard a lot of people say that it's uh, closer to the original book, meaning the burning of the whole town and whatnot. So, I, like I said, dude, I'm more excited about this um, than the original movie. Just not a fan. I think it's. Um, it is what it is. I appreciate it. Like we've said before, I understand its significance and horror and all that good stuff. It just um, doesn't doesn't rock my world necessarily. But you know, hey, to each his own, right? That's okay. Do I rock your world? <laughs> Come on, baby. Then you just made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to get in on this. Can I get in on this? Oh, please. That's what I'm exactly. asking for this one. Absolutely. Okay, anyone who listens to Devour knows right. that we have been covering this this remake since it first hit. Like, we right. have been on this. Anytime any news comes out about it, and Jason Lloyd <laughs> has pointed it out to me, you guys love talking about Carrie. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it because Julianne Moore is, she's just awesome, and I really think she's going to bring a lot to this role. Chloe, Mor- Chloe Moretz is incredible. Uh, I think if anyone can play Carrie, she can probably pull it off. Plus, the director is all about making this as close to the book as humanly possible. Whereas, as much as I love Brian De Palma's film, and I already went over that, I love it. Love it. Right. Okay. It's not close to the book. Yeah. It's it's really not. And this one, I think, I would like to see what someone would do with source material and and keep it as close as possible. And have a lot of respect. And that's why I'm really excited about this one. Because everyone involved with this wants it to be good. This is right. not a cash grab. This is not something to do because they have nothing else better to do. They want to make it good. And so I'm 
excited about it and ready to give it a shot. I'm looking forward to it. Great cast, too. I mean, really. Amazing. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm excited for it, too. You know, I'm really pumped. So, absolutely. All right, guys, do we have anything else? Or? We have one more item that I want to address. Uh, my buddy Malcolm McDowell, who I love dearly. My buddy. <laughs> yes. I love what? him, too. I love him, too. He's great. He is, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Silent Night, Deadly Night remake entitled Silent Night is coming to Blu-ray and DVD December 4th from Anchor Bay Entertainment. Nice. Uh, I want a copy. If they're listening, please send me one. Thank you. Um, they're not listening. Don't worry. Probably not. <laughs> um, it's getting limited theatrical release November 30th, and then the uh, Blu-ray DVD comes out December 4th. I don't know why they're... It just seems a little weird why they wouldn't wait, like, maybe a month or so. But, uh, you know, maybe make it... Uh, put it in theaters maybe in November, and then... Uh, Give it the uh, DVD in December, but uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Whatever they want to do, I guess. But uh, right. I don't know. I haven't seen a trailer for this yet. I don't really, you know. I know it's very loosely based, but uh, I'm okay. interested. What about you guys? How do you feel? I have not seen a trailer for it. I don't know really that much about it. I'm not going to be upset about it though. And I've decided recently that um, I'm at the point in my life where I'm no longer afraid of remakes. They don't scare me anymore. So I say, go for it. If you want to do it, fine. I'll watch it because I like to keep an open mind. And and just, you know, I hope for the best. So I don't know. I mean, I really don't have a lot going into this to talk about because I don't know that much about it. Right. Oh, Pretty Jamie, much what you just way. said is what I know about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel the same way, Jamie. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. I saw this movie once. Don't even remember it. Have you oh. seen the other four? Because there's five. I have not, sir. I have seen uh, the first two. Beyond that, I have not. Seen. Three worth checking out. Uh, three is good. Okay. Four is crappy, and <laughs> five is piece of shit. Um. So what you're saying is check them all out ASAP. No, check out the first three. Other than okay. that, you can do without four or five. Right. Okay. Gotcha. All right, guys. Well, that's it for the news. And, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. And, hey, will you come back next time? Hopefully soon, probably in the near future? I will come back anytime you ask me to. I think our first show in November, that's the plan. And hopefully for the whole show. Yeah, you're going to be so sick of me, you won't be able to stand it. Never. Jamie, we love you. Thank you so much for doing this. We appreciate it, as always. Mm, Always a pleasure. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week with the big Halloween extravaganza to wrap everything up. See you then. Peace.